The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again, featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the Road Again. All right, and joining us live on the air right now is the one and only Jordan Rhodes. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning, Liz and Nick. Welcome back from your vacation. Oh, thank you. Well, it was a, it was a working vacation. Thank you. <laughs> it was. Those, He's in a band, those, those, and he was on tour of the Bike Fest. So I know. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he was telling me before I went on air. He was telling me a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, this. Yeah. This morning, uh, first of all, I think all the sensible people uh, in the country are certainly very saddened and uh, feeling horrible for the people in Texas with the shooting. And you guys have done a wonderful job this morning. I've been listening, covering it, and not uh, politicizing it which uh, unfortunately has been done by uh, quite a few people. Um, and as what you, Liz, what you were doing this morning, uh, there were so many red flags mm-hmm. with this, uh, with this uh, despicable uh, young man. Uh, I, I just don't understand why some of that couldn't have happened. So you guys did such a great job covering that. I, I won't go farther into that, but I do want to see if you or the listeners, if they have ever heard about this thing called armed staff. There's a, there's a, yeah, yep. there's a company out of Colorado mm-hmm. that after the Columbine shooting, they organized uh, a thing called Armed Staffed. And what they do is they have armed staff members on a number of the schools. In other words, any school mm-hmm. can hire these people. And they come in and they're armed staffed. And, of course, uh, you know, the anti-gun people are all up in arms about that. But here's an interesting piece of information about the armed staff. Since they have been doing this, and that's back since the Columbine thing, that's when they first started it, all of the schools that have signed up for this, where they have these armed staff people on the property, they have never had an incident or not a single shooting mm. on any of those schools. So, because I think, I think everyone knows that uh, the mentality of a criminal, whether uh, he's a little off-center or anything else, the mentality of a criminal is that they always go where there's the least resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's where they go. Uh, they, they attack old people on the street, uh, uh, women by themselves. Mm-hmm. They, that's what these, the criminal mind does, whether it's completely straight or not, because obviously this young man's mind was, you know, was not on kilter. But uh, that's what the criminals do. So when you have this armed staff uh, on the schools, and I think now certainly uh, more than even the high schools, the elementary schools should certainly look into that and have that because we all know the elementary uh, kids, unfortunately, you know, they, they can't fight back. They don't really know enough or think about running and hiding and that kind of stuff. So it's... Uh, Anyway, it, it it's a mess, and that's uh, that's about the most that I will say there. I didn't know if you guys or any of the listeners had ever heard about this armed staff, but it's something that should be looked into. Uh, they're based in Colorado, and they last night or day before yesterday, I guess. No, I guess it was last night. Uh, there was a lot of information about mm-hmm. them, and they're really doing a good job. Well, it's very interesting because uh, we talk about soft targets and uh, what we learned about this school district of um, Uvalde is, uh, the you know, all this, the schools there, that they, they follow all the recommendations for active shooter 
um, preparation. You know, they have the drills, they have the armed officers, but there's only four in the whole district. Now, I don't know how many schools there are, but uh, people were thinking, well, was there an armed officer there on site? Why was the side door open? Um, People were saying it was the end of the school year. They were celebrating. There were parents in the classrooms. You know, they were maybe complacent. You know, we had a very long couple of years where there was no school. I mean, hence, no no school shootings during the COVID lockdowns. Right. Um, right. But, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of this pent up energy now. Um, and uh, doesn't mean that they're thinking of something else now. They're it's just they didn't have the opportunity. And now look at what we're, we're at right now. It's you have Booker, uh, Cory Booker, always talking about this federal um law that would be universal background checks, getting a license before you buy a gun, having to be 21 in order to get a gun. Um, You know, a lot of that talk, we always think that they might gain some headway when there's, when the hearts are on the line rather than the logic. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, again, when they start doing all of that and uh, I, I I don't really want to go there, but the thing Biden's speech yesterday was just so political with his whole thing that he, mm-hmm. he just, he just went to me. And, he started. And okay. Direction. You know? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, uh, last week, I don't know if uh, you probably remember this. I mean, you guys are busy. You do this every day. But you remember I brought up the thing about uh, Patrice uh, Colors, the uh, founder of the BLM? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, all of that is really kind of, I guess, as we say, hit the fan now because uh, Patrice Collars, she resigned just the other day. She resigned oh. from the BLM. Now, of course, she resigned. This is, of course, after she... Uh, Bought this, herself a six million dollar mansion out there in Studio City. Paid the uh, her father's baby uh, uh, the nine hundred and seventy thousand dollars. I think his name is Damon Turner, whatever, uh, for creative consulting. Uh, paid her brother Paul eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. And I think already there's something about around thirty two million dollars that's not even been accounted for out of the. $42 million in assets that they got. But anyway, Patrice Collars is now gone, and they showed a brief thing the uh, day before yesterday on TV where a little uh, radio interviewer, TV interviewer, went out to just interview her, and uh, she did uh, like a iPhone thing and went on the, on the phone, and it was so funny because they were showing the difference between the young person that was there ringing her doorbell wanting to talk to her and her on the phone saying she was being threatened and her children and everything, and she was so afraid what was going on. This is no way to live. I mean, it it was just, it it was really funny. But uh, When the tables are turned. Yeah, not not funny that, uh, you know, the BLM has just, I mean, that thing was just such a political, Mm -hmm. you know, ripoff. It was unbelievable. Okay, this next thing uh, yeah. that I'd like to I'd like to bring up is uh, I, I I hope that one of you guys or some listeners maybe will text you in and let you know I'd never heard anything about this at all. Are you familiar with the representative, the Republican representative out of Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yes. Oh yes. Okay. She won. Okay. She won her primary. Yeah. Right. And and this was after they were trying everything they mm-hmm. could to keep her out of there. But here's something that I did not know that I've only learned since I was with you guys last week. What's that? She put a resolution, a House Resolution number 57 in the 117th Congress to impeach President Biden. Hmm. And her impeachment was for enabling bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, this thing, I've been, I have not heard a thing about this. And yet she put this, this is a resolution that got some backing, not much, which surprises me. But the CNN and the New York Times, my gosh, they went after this lady. They have accused her of everything, uh, insurrection. Maybe that's uh, why. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's because that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she, she went for this whole thing about the disinformation on, on the board to use federal funds. I mean, she put in on incredible resolution here. And if you read it, if you go online and read it, it is just the list of laws most of them going back to his thing when he was vice president and how he enabled his son, Hunter Biden, to get about $11 million out of the Ukraine, out of China, uh, out of all of these places. And this is where she has found that she wanted to impeach him about enabling the bribery on this. And so she put this resolution in. But as a citizen, I haven't heard squat about that. Hmm. You know I what? Just, you have uh, a really good point. And it says here that it was entered in January... 21 january 21 of 2021 right and it was That's a it long was, time that, ago yeah and actually it was redone again on march 5th 2021 wow yeah mm-hmm. so so since that long this Im, this impeachment yes you know, I see. resolution it was, it was edited in this uh, document i'm looking at was edited in april and that's probably why. Wow, that's yeah. that's it's very it actually reads of a who's who as to what exactly happened. But, yeah, it uh, would it'd be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been. But Trump, <coughs> Trump gets covering hey, it. Trump gets impeached over a perfect phone call. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, you did know, you see uh, that Joe Biden wrote um the Time magazine article, the one hundred most influential people, and uh Zelensky is on the front cover and Joe Biden actually wrote that art that article supposedly uh yeah su- supposedly <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that's the i think that's the key phrase yeah. there supposedly I, see, <laughs> see how i didn't really believe it i was sitting in the veterinarian's office and i saw a time magazine and i saw that vladimir Zelensky's uh face was on it right and i was like how did he do a photo shoot for time magazine and then i looked um, and his name, and actually Putin as well, is the 100 most influential people in 2022. Um, there's a whole list of them on there, but it was, um, I think it was written by uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> is, that, is that unbelievable? Like he had time to write this. Oh, it's it's unbelievable to me that he had the mental <laughs> facilities to write it. Exactly. You know? I was um, but, thinking the same thing. I, 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 was I think every, everybody that knows me knows that I just don't care for the man at all. I, I don't even call him the president. I just call him Joe Biden, yep. and, uh, and and I have said this before, you know, he always used to talk about when he was running how he would like to take Trump out behind the woodshed. Mm-hmm. You remember that? He used to always say that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have, I have an opening invitation to Joe Biden at any time, and I've got age on him. At any time, he would like to take me out behind the woodshed. I would love to go out behind the woodshed with him. You know, just just me just and to, Joe. Just to bare see what knuckles. he wants to do. Yeah. 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 Well, he said he's um, taking the gloves off. So um, he said he's taking his, he's taking the gloves off for this. Um, you know, for gun for the gunfight. Hold on. Hold yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, no, Nikki. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Nikki. Yeah. It, it's hard to eat ice cream when you have gloves on. So. I know that's right. It's hard to eat ice cream. <laughs> Unbelievable. You guys, you guys must. Love love Corrine Jean-Pierre. You, you, must, uh, you, you must love her as the new... She's the gift the that new... keeps giving. She is. I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss Saki. 
<laughs> she at least was fun and sarcastic, you know. Well, she could she could answer a question. Sort of. I mean, did, did, did you guys see the thing the other day when she was asked how would raising taxes on corporations reduce <laughs> reduce inflation or our national debt? There's no and answer. She couldn't. All she could do was just go to a talking point and start reading this thing about how everybody should pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and Peter came back again, uh, the, the Fox guy, and thank yep. God they, they allow him to ask questions out, and ask again, how in the world was raising taxes on corporations going to reduce our taxes and, mm-hmm. and reduce this uh, incredible inflation? And in then fact, she's fumbling through her papers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was it, ridiculous. It was, it was, yeah, it was just absolutely the, unbelievable. The other thing, uh, Jordan, we're speaking with Jordan Rhodes. This is our segment on the road again with Jordan. What about um, Biden again? Uh, say, you know, it was back uh, when this war first started with Russia and Ukraine that Jen Psaki said, well, we this proves that we need to be less dependent on foreign oil. Well, oil in general. And then oh, we heard Lord. President Biden saying basically the same thing. He's like, this is, you know, this is a, what did he call it? A, an incredible transition or something like that into uh, less dependence on fossil fuels. That's why you're yeah. paying so much at the pump. This is what we're doing. We're transitioning. What? Uh, yeah, absolutely what. I mean, it's it, it, it could be if, if he had any sense, and uh, actually it's not really him, it's the people that are running him. All the they could they could alleviate everything we not everything but most of what we have going on right now in the economy by simply opening up the pipeline, letting those offshore drilling things go back to getting oil out of there, make those leases. They I think he's got five thousand unsigned leases on his desk, mm. which you know I, I'm not even sure Joe could sign his name five thousand times. <laughs> exactly. But he, he's he's got those on his desk, and uh, it, it, it's I mean it's just insane. I I don't know how much longer the country can uh, if we can really last for as long as he's going to be in office because I've looked and I was hoping to talk to you guys about this today that I had found some wonderful, marvelous little find in there, a little something that where we could do something against the president, but we can't. The American mm-hmm. people, there's really nothing we can do against this guy once he's elected, or in, in this case, what I believe appointed, because I still don't yep. believe he ever he ever got <laughs> 81 million votes. I just I just I just don't buy it. Right. And the the, the, one, the one of the last things I want to do because I was really disappointed in the USA Today. Uh, Carly Pearson uh, is uh, she's uh, an opinion writer, and she wrote this great big article that was just out the other day that said the heading of it was Biden isn't doing that bad. Do you remember Trump? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Biden isn't doing that bad. Gee, listen Nick, I don't know if he were if he were doing any better, could we be in any more trouble than we currently are? That is crazy. Out yeah, of touch. Biden isn't doing that bad. <laughs> totally. And, yes, but, go and, ahead. And do you do you guys think that the Durham report should be released to the public? When he's done with it, I think so, yes. Yeah, you... I, I do too. But boy, they're they're just fighting tooth and nail on not having it released. But mm-hmm. boy, I'm telling you, I I think it. I certainly think it should be. And you know, going back just quickly to uh, this, Corinne uh, uh, Jean Pierre. Do do you guys remember how brutally Kellyanne Conway was treated mm-hmm. in, her, in those press conferences? Oh yeah. 
I mean, it, they just they came after her. It, it was absolutely unbelievable. And now you look at these people with the questions that they asked this little, uh, I think, completely unqualified Corinne Jean-Pierre. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she could do any of that stuff. Hey, Jordan, uh, Jordan, you, did you, you, hey yeah. Jordan, did you just circle back to Jumpin' Jean-Pierre? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan, we're just about out of time, but um, any uh, final thoughts? Just one. Do Can the governor and the states, can they use the National Guard to secure our southern border? Well, we've, uh, we have sent... We have sent uh, National Guard. I don't know if we still have them down there, but at the last time I spoke to our lieutenant governor about a month ago, we do still have National Guard uh, guards people uh, down there um, uh, protecting the border on a rotating basis. So, interesting. Well, that, if, if they're not, that would be great if they can, because I looked up and it said that the governor can do that if they are trying to secure there's help a reason. The security yeah. of their citizens, mm. and I think that we could certainly use the National Guard down there because Absolutely. the southern border from every state. Abs- yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's an absolute disgrace. Jordan, disgrace. we are out of time. Thank you so much. On the road again with Jordan Rhodes, the author of the life of a blue collar actor, and uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you well, next listen, week. Thank, thank you guys. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye bye. Hold on, deplorables. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers will be right back on Talk 94.5. Resolution specialist in the entire state, and he's right here in Surfside.